cleanup on aisle five. It's the Mount Rushmore podcast. I'm Jeff Hopkins, and I'm joined as always by my good friends Richard uh, hello. and Michael. Howdy. And these guys, can you believe it? They're always going at each other's throats and debating and deliberating the most ubiquitous aspects of any given topic. And this week, the topic is one of my choosing, and that is the Mount Rushmore of shopping in a grocery store. Hey, Jeff, why did you choose this one? Thank you for asking. Nobody. Was, wait, was that the, the overhead asking? That's a, yeah, that was the okay. overhead asking. Ding. <laughs> we need a, I love the essay. We need a code 22 at the register. What's code 22? I don't know. I chose it because in I give it a year. Amazon drones will just drop celery and radishes and meat and Pepsi and all over anything that we want onto our houses uh, on our demand after we kind of make our selections online. And the art of grocery shopping and all its peccadillos and peeves will be gone. And I don't know. You don't think so? I don't know. And I'll tell you why. Okay. I think it's because of the fresh stuff. I think when why are you looking at me like that? When they when they just drop off whatever cut of meat, yeah, and then you get it, and then you have no say yeah. in what it looks like, in the fattiness of it, they use the whatever. Amazon drones, yeah, oh, okay, it, okay, or like you know when you go to the grocery store and you're like, we're pretty choosy, you yeah. know, we're like, I don't know about that one. Mm-hmm. You start poking a chicken breast. Look at you're Gordon like, Ramsay over here. I don't know about that way. one, but I think that that stuff falls. I think that is what really takes away. Yes. Selection. Is selection, yes. yeah. I, when, if you're getting, like, boxed mac and cheese delivered, who cares? Pepsi, like you said, who cares? All that stuff. Jeff, do you do the grocery shopping in your household? Uh, we divvy it up a lot. We actually both kind of gr- shop independently. We've Both of us have been on whatever weird protein, keto, blah, blah, blah diet for mm. such a long time that we tend to just shop indi- individually. Scavenge like rats. And we... we so what I should say is when I put this out on the internet, uh, specifically my Facebook page, I got 107 comments. Whoa. So there are strong opinions and emotional ones and funny ones and engaging ones from our listeners and friends of the Mount Rushmore podcast. So I, of course, am excited to hear what you guys have to say. And if we can mix in some of the opinions from the folks out there on the internet, I think that'd be fun, too. So uh, I chose it. And, okay, paper or plastic? Oh, paper. Okay, you go first. Yeah. All right. Okay, so my first choice. Guys, 10 items or less. Yes. Means 10 items or less. Yes. Does not mean 15 items. Yes. It doesn't mean 12 items. Yes. It doesn't mean I have 22 items, but 12 of them are 12 separate cans of tomato sauce. Mm -hmm. So so they should count as one item. Yeah. Get out of here. Get, get to, get to, get to the... Get to the regular line with the rest of the heathens. Yeah. Because this bothers me because we don't do a... We used to do a lot of grocery shopping, having two kids. Now we don't feed the kids. So no. It make, no. Now we have one of those uh, grocery... No, those... Uh, Subscriptions. Subscription, yeah. like HelloFresh Hello type thing. Yeah. Um, ours is called <laughs> One Potato. Um <laughs> This is the, it's, not it's literally just us. this it, is the Irish potato farmer. It, it what is, can we call it? Literally, get one potato. <laughs> oh, yeah, look at half that one. <laughs> look at that man with a potato over there. Um, Michael, I cut you up. What were you going to say? Uh, nothing okay, funny okay. at all. Stupid. Nothing as good as a stupid Yeah, answer. I was going to make a single potato joke. And then who? Uh, now we're talking about the joke that I was going to make that I stopped trying to make because it wasn't going to be funny. So here we are. Yeah. 
behind-the-scenes look at uh, yeah. people uh, saying funny things. It's literally it's, literally it's, how the potatoes get bashed. Yeah, Oops. and it's usually this. And then people stop like making eye contact, and Jeff's pretending to type on his laptop. Now he's doing a duck face at me, and he's doing the worm, the wave, funky chicken. Oh, the Batusi. And scene. So we have a, a meal service plan, so we don't go shopping that much. So when I do go shopping, it tends to be very specifically for like, oh, we need milk and we need, you know, sandwich bags and bread. Yeah. Three or four things. Mm-hmm. So I'm now much more attuned to what's happening in the 10 items or less line. Oh, by the way, two of those three things are on Emily and mine's, uh, uh, our, com- our joint shopping list. Oh. We just have like a notes, like an Apple notes thing oh, okay. that we can just both edit. And then something falls, you know, you buy something, it falls off literally two of those things. Right? Oh, what you'd mentioned. Really? Wow. Yes. Bread That's and milk. Weird. Uh, <laughs> sandwich bags and milk. When oh, is weird. it okay to violate that rule? That's no. a good question. No. It's well, never no okay. okay. Come on, you know. Hey, we all we all commit crimes sometimes. You killed a man, I killed a man sometimes. All right, you 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 were unfairly treated. Somebody unfairly accused you. They didn't know how hungry you are. They didn't know how that the car was running out there. They didn't know you had your dog locked up in the car, did they? That's why you went into that line with more than 15 items, isn't it? Isn't it? Doesn't matter. You got it. You got it. You got it. You got to respect it. We've we've discussed on the show that I'm a rule follower. Yeah. Now I get it. Maybe you miscounted. Yeah. Maybe you thought you had 10. Okay, I'm not going to be the guy who's an asshole about 11. Okay, let me tell you one, for instance. Yeah, he got 11. I was you, got, walk- you, got, you got your extra one oh, right there. Oh, yeah, got you, got you, got you one extra. I was walking past that line once. There was nobody in that line. And the woman weighs me over and goes, come here, sweetie. And I had about, I had over the, over the amount. Not a lot. Right. I had a full, it was a basket. But I had a full basket. Uh, you got executive privilege. So now I'm in that line. And... Somebody else walks by, doesn't realize that it was empty, and she waved me over with the hello, sweetie. Mm. And now I'm the a-hole. Number shaming you. Yes, I've been number shamed. Well, that's the, that's, that's the uh, risk you run whenever you step into the express line with more, oh, than, what a succubus. more than 15 items. <laughs> the succubus cashier says hello, she, sweetie. Kathy. She called you. She called Your you. name's Kathy. Yeah. <laughs> Kathy just... just uh, she called you over like Homer coming back from... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> from the, from, from the, his journeys. With the fleece, the golden fleece. No, that's Jason. Okay. No, that's Jason. Okay. Exactly. Um, it, it just... Uh, as a rule follower, it bothers me when people try to... When they willingly and knowingly break this rule. Flaunt. Because this yeah. has... If, if, if one person does it, then everyone's going to do it. Yeah. yeah. And then the whole, the whole system falls All apart. the civilization. Well, this, this dovetails nicely into mine. Okay. And this is... Um, vehicular homicide. Vehicular homicide. <laughs> In the parking lot of the group. Um, it is line profiling to just determine what is the best line to get in front of based oh. on the age of the person the number of kids they have in their cart, the size yeah. of their cart, trying to, you know, whatever it is, you, you're you checking don't out. Don't say race. Don't say race. Yeah. Don't say race. <laughs> yeah, I was, I'm getting worried. Whether they are from Barbados or not, I don't know. Yeah. Um, but you're standing in line, and you're trying to figure out, okay, which... I'm going to bite the bullet and get in some behind two or three people. Yeah. Which one is it going to be? Watch out for the old lady in the checkbook. Watch out for the person that's starting to complain about a coupon. And you just have to have, you have to go in with the mentality of like, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta find the best one. And sometimes you think it's self-checkout. And you realize, yeah. oh no. 
the person that helps at self-checkout is not helpful. That is one of the worst, is you're standing in line and you're, like, ringing up a peach. Yeah. And for some reason you misspell peach or whatever, or the thing doesn't scan, Mm -hmm. and it calls the attendant over. Oh, and the self-checkout? This is my number two pick, is by it? the way. Is, well, is, let me, uh, well, uh, so, so just so I'll, you know. I'll leave all that stuff along. But like, when you get in line and you're trying to determine what's the best, like you have to identify who are the people that aren't, that aren't there to move through the grocery store quickly. Who are the people that don't mind having a 10-minute conversation yeah. with a person checking out? You've got to figure out how to get in and out quickly for your benefit and the people behind you. Is the person old? Are they homeless? Here's one for you. Have they, have they had, do they have all of their stuff, but separated into two different, like. Oh, behind two different. Behind of the lo- two different of the, the things. Yeah. Oh. That's when you know. That's a work purchase. That's a work yeah. purchase, or they're going to be purchasing with food stamps. Mm-hmm. Neither one is good. Okay. I hate whenever you get into the, the maybe this goes back into why I hate people. Yeah. Ba- you know, screwing up the uh, express line. When you go into the express line and you realize it has gone slower than the regular line has gone. And you made the wrong choice, mister. Do you know it's another one to profile? And we've done this, so I, you know, it's a mea culpa too. If you see someone holding just like a single sheet of paper that's obviously like the rug doctor yeah. that they're checking out. Oh, yeah. If like someone is in line with nothing, <laughs> that is, yeah. that's dangerous. Because the person behind the register, they're never going to know how to do the rug doctor checkout. <laughs> they got to get the manager. Yeah. yeah. There's and only that, one person in this, uh, this, this store that can handle They can possibly, and then yeah. there's a third person that goes to actually go and unlock the beast. Mm-hmm. And by that point, everyone in line just hates you. Even though you're, you have one thing, you just gotta, yeah. you just gotta be aware. Hey, when you guys were kids, was rug doctor day a big day in your household? Rug doctor day? Still yeah. is. Whenever you're going to go get the I, rug doctor? We didn't have health insurance, so I don't remember <laughs> even visiting a rug doctor until... How about a, a rug uh, physician's physician. assistant? <laughs> Did you go to the rug clinic? I don't think we had carpet. You think there was a cleaning carpet cleaning day at the Manfredi household was... Uh, a big deal. On the calendar. It, it was, was a big, thing. big yeah. deal because like, it was cool to see all the dirt and crap get oh, wow. up out of it. It's so wonderful. Wow. Like, yeah, for like, then for about half a day, you had really nice carpets. Until uh, <laughs> you, as idiot kid, screwed it up for everybody. Fun surprise, gentlemen. Um, there is a listener of the podcast who has worked at both Ralph's and Vaughn's. Oh, and wow. He has uh, shared with us in an audio recording some of his pet peeves. Oh. So um, I'd like to play some of those right now. Let's see if we can guess who this guy is. Hey there, Mount Rushmore. Anderson Dadu here. Big fan of the podcast, sharing with you guys my grocery store pet peeves. As somebody who's worked in many grocery stores and consistently shops in supermarkets, I have to say that there's a few things that would meet my Mount Rushmore of grocery store pet peeves. One of them has to be the customer in the store that refuses to take the item that is on top or is the most convenient to grab and instead thinks that the can or the bag or the bottle or whatever it is they're trying to get, they must pick the one that is deeply stacked under or behind or in the most inconvenient location because it has been untouched by somebody else and somehow that makes it better because 
the employee that stacked it there for some reason made that one special for them. Always found it interesting when you've got a giant end cap display and the bottom section just has this void and you're now afraid to grab anything on that side because the balancing has been compromised. Um, I would say that is that rings so true. Yeah. But I would say milk is an exception. <laughs> you are allowed to dig behind the milks that are in front for the fresher the, the milk. The latest void the, yeah. or the, so the goodbye one, date. Yeah. The, the, yeah, sell by date of June 6th. There's one behind there that's sell by date of June 13th. Yeah. You are allowed to go get that one. You yeah. go get that milk. You go get that milk. Also eggs. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, eggs. You're but that was a very through. that was a very funny yeah. point, especially like, like I think I did like box things like a box of graham crackers. Like the box yeah. behind is going to be more precious. I, I just untouched. like the idea of a young Anderson getting like buried because <laughs> he tries to pull out one thing of graham crackers. Yeah. And this whole tower on the end cap just kind of like comedically comes flying down on him. Yeah. Um, I. I'm going to press play uh-huh. and hear the rest. That one person got their special item and they're real happy about it. Another one would be, I think probably the most common is the grocery store cart etiquette. People not returning them or being in the middle of an aisle, taking up the aisle space, not having the spatial awareness of the cart. And maybe that also falls into the exiting of the grocery store aisle and the potential collision that seems to happen, the near miss every single day between people at the grocery store. It never seems to be like the romantic comedies, how they paint it where it's some friendly, amusing, romantic scenario. It always seems to be a old lady that you're almost going to break her hip because you know she's moving at two miles an hour and of course everyone's in a rush to get home for dinner time. The next one on my Mount Rushmore list would be the butcher and the lack of knowledge that the current employee in the butcher station has. They're probably a replacement to the long-term Sam the Butcher employee that keeled off a couple months ago and they replaced them, but they worked in produce for the last six months and they really only know apples. They don't know the difference between a pork butt or a shoulder or the difference between the fat content and ground beef and what's the difference between a sirloin or a top round or any of the wonderful meat classifications that exist out there. Pretty interesting one. And the last one would be the self-checkout kiosks. It just, it amazes me on how they malfunction all the time, yet the employee that's there to assist the customers with these self-checkouts is never around when the kiosk malfunctions or needs to verify your ID or the price scans incorrectly or your coupon doesn't work, whatever the various number of problems are. That employee's not there or they're too busy trying to stop someone else from stealing a banana because the scale is off somewhere else. Uh, those self-checkout kiosks, uh, they haven't yet hit their Mark II or Mark III, whatever version they're at right now for the future efficiency. But anywho, Mount Rushmore, that's my grocery store pet peeve list and keep on doing what you're doing. What do you think of Anderson Dadu and his awesome suggestions that come from experience. Well, I have, to, I have two comments. One, I'm glad that he just 
jumped, ripped into all of whatever Richard was going to say, so we don't yeah. need to hear anything from him. <laughs> hey, wait a minute. Richard, take a knee. Yeah. Oh. You're good. Take a, take a powder. You're fine. Um, I, this is, he mentioned, like, grocery carts being in the middle of the store. That is one comment. That is one thought that I constantly have is I wish that they would position, like, those little handheld baskets yeah. at different points within the store, not just at the... Yeah, at the entrance. Because so if you're halfway through and you realize that, yes. oh shit, I need a basket. I am the guy that walks in looking for three things, then suddenly I have seven things, and then I have to walk back, put it Ooh, down. That's a rookie move. But like, it's a rookie move. You got to get the basket no matter what because you never know. But if they had that's them like you. throughout the store, then it would be, that wouldn't happen. Speaking of the baskets. Mm. So are we still are we still on a? I don't know what we're on at this point. Which, okay, let's let's finish but up. Do you have let's, any? Let's finish this up real quick. Okay. Speaking of baskets, <laughs> I, this is not one of my choices, but I do hate it when the grocery store has two different types of baskets. Oh, one of them being if maybe like half of their baskets are like the, the pure rectangle looking yeah. ones, and then the other half are like the kidney shaped ones. Yeah, and then you get up to the front to put your groceries up on there. And you try to put the basket away. And you've got a kidney-shaped one. Oh. <laughs> half of them, but, but there's no kidney-shaped I've never seen that happen. That. Happens at my pavilions quite Does a bit. it? Yeah. Oh, okay. It's a headache. Uh, friend to the podcast and friend to us, Kelly Granlund, uh, really kind of laid into some topics that we've uh, voiced a little bit. Uh, people leaving their cart in the way so you can't give, get by. Then they give you a dirty look when you move it over. Uh, uh, Kelly also said Costco's the worst. Adults pushing little kids out of the way to get a sample or taking two when it isn't their turn, more of Tyler making a scene and then calling them out every time we see them in the store. That seems like a that seems like a husband yeah. and wife issue, right? I, I, yeah, so. I guarantee you, Tyler has pushed someone out of the way for yeah. a chimichurri sample. <laughs> yeah, um, uh, Tyler and Kelly do not suffer fools uh, very, very uh, gladly. So, uh, and I'm glad for people like them being the vigilantes in the grocery store. Have you heard of um, uh, cart narcs? No. <laughs> Is this a real thing? <laughs> There's a, a, like a YouTube Was this series. Nancy Reagan started this thing in the I, 80s? Yes. Oh, okay, it's, all right. It's her going around. Uh, no, it's some, some kid in like Texas or whatever. I totally have the state wrong, but it doesn't oh, okay. matter. I'm sure it's Arizona. It is some state. And uh, he's part of the Cartnarks, and he just confronts people in the parking lot about how they're bad people. Oh, um, yeah. On how they, why didn't you put your cart away? Yeah. And he just gets in their face and just tries to shame them. Until they either put it away or threaten him with, like, you can't fill me. And then they're like, what do you, why, why do you think you're better than me? He's, and he's like, I am better than you. Yeah. I, I <laughs> put my card away. Yeah. The evidence is right here. You're a bad person for not putting the card away. You know. That's, that's great and awful at the same time. And I hope that kid gets his just desserts, which either means lots of success and fame out of it. Yeah. Or punched in the nose. Yeah. Probably both. Yeah. Maybe uh, the, the combo. Yeah. Okay. okay so, so we've each done one and one, right? So it's you again? Yeah. Well, he was on self-checkout. Okay. Yeah. So we're on self-checkout now, okay. which has been broached by okay. Anderson and Michael. Okay. And I think Anderson did say a lot of the things I wanted to say about it. But overall, it's just this idea that we have taken... We have now... T- I guess we've now turned cutting back on people's jobs into and enforced automation into something that we're passing off as a convenience. Yeah. We're making it seem like to you, the customer, oh, we've got these self-checkout lanes now. This will be so much easier for you. When the reality is it takes just as long to get through a self-checkout as it does the regular checkout. Mm -hmm. Like you said, there's always some sort of like 
There's a scary mishap. There's a bag that's not around. Someone doesn't have a bag and they need to get a bag and there aren't any bags there. You put you put the milk down on the, the you scan it and put it on the side and then it says pick up the thing on the side. So you pick it up and put it down. It just errors out and asks to call the attendant and you can't find it's Yeah. And it's unhelpful. It's it's and, and if you're stuck behind someone who doesn't know how to use it. Mm-hmm. Oof. That's checkout profiling. Yeah. Yeah, it is literally... Let's think about this. Most people can't work an ATM. Yeah. Now you're asking them to work basically an ATM, but also scan stuff. Mm-hmm. No good. <laughs> it's you know, not going to work. You know what I've never seen people do? I. The self-checkout, I think, uh, ushers people away from trying to use coupons. Yeah. I don't. I've never seen someone like approach a self checkout with coupons, like in an attempt to, to like, use them. Mm-hmm. I've done I, it before because I've forgotten that I've had coupons, and then I check out at the self checkout, and then I go, "Oh shit, I've got like these two coupons." Are you the person that would get back in line to try to get reimbursed for thirty five cents? No, I would call the. It? I would call the attendant over and have oh, him see. come and do whatever ten code magic that he has to do to get the special like Chicken scan the coupon you. thing. Yeah, I know. See, that's the thing. I'm part of the problem. Yeah, we all And are. I recognize that. We all are. Yeah. Uh, Nick Condon says, self-checkout registers. I do not use them. Uh, <laughs> I think it was PK Kingston also said, they generate their own errors. It's almost like they want somebody to come help them. <laughs> right. <laughs> they want more attention. It's like a sentient being, you yeah. think? Yeah. Speaking of it, sentient it, it, beings. It is a, it is a like, um, purposeful glitch in the matrix that's put in there so that, <laughs> that it knows it needs to reset itself. Speaking of sentient, speaking of sentient beings, my brother-in-law Peter Newcomb uh, posted something that I was kind of surprised because he kind of acted like it's something that everybody has. And his post was the stop and shop that now has a useless grocery store robot that spies on you and gets in people's way. It's like, whoa, wait, what? robot? And so he posted a video, and there's this thing that has this very monolithic-looking droid. You can see the video here. No, we can't see it. It's a podcast. So, for we can put it in the show notes, but there's a a droid a droid that looks like a like a it looks like it looks like, sh- like it looks like a turn of the century chimney that's just yeah. motoring around like with a couple of Google eyes know, on it. Bert, What's it? Bert from uh, from yeah from Mary Poppins, uh, Mary Poppins is gonna pop out of it with three of his friends. So yeah. what is that supposed to do? Well, it says it cleans, but I think it is a let's see. Okay, Stop and Shop's parent company. A-Hole de Halze USA announced in January that it would be deployed. I don't deploying. think you're allowed to say that on yeah. this podcast. <laughs> you have to say Gesundheit. Uh, around 500 robots into giant food stores, Martins, and Stop and Shops. Marty is actually not cleaning the store, as some people think. Under Marty's googly eyes states an explanation of the robot's pur- purpose. Marty's an autonomous robot that uses image capturing technology to report spills, debris, and other potential hazards to store employees to improve your shopping experience. It's a narc robot. It's a narc shopping robot. Marty's not supposed to replace any store employee. Reported popular mechanics. Popular mechanics used to be so exciting, like hovercrafts that are personal you can jet, fly around. Jetpacks. There's all the stuff <laughs> yeah. from our year 2000 episode. Yeah. No, now it's, it's a shitty robot wandering <laughs> around bothering robot. you at the grocery store. Uh, okay. All right. Uh, apologies if I derailed us, but let's get back on track with uh, Michael's pick. Uh, my second pick is going to a store that isn't your store. Oh, yeah. Mm. And 
no matter what you do, it is going to be inefficient. It's going to be difficult to find whatever you're looking for. It doesn't matter if you're like, if you're going into a Ralph's or if you're going to an Albertsons and your store that you go into is a Ralph's or an Albertsons, the setup is going to be different. It doesn't matter how close they are, how aligned they are. You walk in, the meat department's on the left or is, okay, we need one thing. We need to go get eggs. Yeah. The eggs, wait, the eggs aren't at the back of the store. They're in the middle on the other cold and you're just, the trip that you went for the one item, the two items Mm -hmm. is just, you're walking up and down every aisle, even after you've gotten the item you're looking for. Yeah. You're like, but well, maybe I need something else. I don't, yeah. I don't know. I don't know where I am. You're in this weird, like Alice in Wonderland haze of where, where am I? Well, mm-hmm. that's how they get you. Cause it's like being in <laughs> Vegas. Yes. They want you to wander around yeah. as much as possible. Disorient you. You got to pass through the casino to get to the hotel. Right. Elevator so that's why shop. they make it. That's why they make it so that, a and and uh, former uh, podcast guest host and wife of me, Sarah Reed, pointed this out when mm-hmm. I was discussing it with her the other day. Um, that's why they put things like milk at the very back. Yeah, it's not like you can just grab a thing of milk, walk in, and yeah. just get out. You got to go through everything, and now you're on a little shopping adventure. Mm-hmm. Gro- grocery store and retail store setup is always very interesting. Like, do we? Does your place have a girl that goes around going cocktails, cocktails, <laughs> cocktails? Yes. Okay. That's yeah. That's the grocery store. That's grocery store. Right? There's a, there's a, there's human psychology involved, industrial yeah. psychology. Well, there's there's a couple things for like grocery stores specifically, like all the healthy stuff is around the perimeter, mm-hmm. like meats and dairy and fresh produce, anything like that is always like yeah. on the edge of the store. It's once you get into those aisles. And it's that labyrinth, and you're like a minotaur walking up and down like <laughs> Knossos, and you're just like trying to figure out, okay, well, we need cookies, and the cookies, well, and that's right down the aisle from them. Like all the yeah. stuff that's bad for you is like chock-a-block, right in the, just mm-hmm. right in the middle. It's that creamy nougat right in the middle. It's just yeah. so yeah. delicious. I've, but like if you go, if you notice, if you ever go shopping at like a department store or like even like the Gap or whatever, like the jeans are all the way at the back. Yeah. Because they know that everybody needs the staples. Like, milk. Yeah. You know, right. you can keep the jeans far away on the corner, on the back, at the far yeah. end, because people are going to go through to get their, to get their jeans or yeah. whatever. Right. And every store is like that. Mm-hmm. So, like the staple items, like milk, yeah, like jeans, you got to go through. Oh, yeah. all the other stuff that they're trying to push at you. Yeah. Okay, dudes, uh, we are at our halftime. We would like you to uh, go shop our. Past episodes, uh, peruse. Ten items or less rule does not apply here. You could take a hundred items and download them to your podcast reader, listener thingy. Uh, we are out there. We are on Apple iTunes or whatever future thing that is going to be holding podcasts. We're out there on Stitcher. We're out there on iHeartRadio. You can find us just about anywhere. We even have a website. You can just listen to it off the website. We're on YouTube. So we would love for you to download and listen to and recommend to your friends past episodes. You could also leave a rating, and we would appreciate that. You know, this is a great podcast to listen to while ironing. So I like to reach out and challenge the ironing community out there. You know who you are. Right. Sandy, Depeche, Marty. Are you listening? I know you guys like to uh, get out that Fabricare stuff. Get out the Niagara. Oh, the Niagara. That's yeah. good stuff. Spray it down, iron it down, make it perfect while listening to this podcast. Richard, 
What were you going to say? I was going to say, uh, did you? I wasn't paying any attention to you because no, nope, my, my mouth just goes. Um, did you mention subscribing? Uh, no, you no. You should subscribe because that is the easiest way to make sure you've got the latest episodes of the podcast. Oh yeah, hit subscribe and it will whatever read podcast grabber catcher that you you use, yeah. and it will show up right there in your feed. Richard mm-hmm. uses one potato to subscribe for his groceries. I, I, and, 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 <laughs> I, and it just shows up. He doesn't even know what he's getting. And I listen to a podcast by potato. That's right. That's how I listen to my podcast. Subscribe, and when your subscription is going to end up, we'll notify you a month before it runs out. We'll send you little cards in the that in the magazine. Oh, no, it's in, it's in the fine print. It's in the fine if print? You don't, if you don't unsubscribe, we're going to resubscribe you to the podcast <laughs> okay. at twice the rate. Uh, we're talking about the fine print. Okay, so yes, and uh, we also want you to join us out in the social uh, handles that we have on Facebook. We have it on Twitter. We have an Instagram, and others in the past have suggested episode topics, and we have done those. Sometimes they even appeared on the show or were heard on the show, so you don't have to do that, but uh, we'd love to hear your suggestions as to topics, and if you wanted to let us know a a category that we missed a topic in that you'd like to suggest a better answer than we gave, please do that too. That would be super cool. And uh, do you guys want to kick things off with uh, another audio file that a listener sent? Oh, we have we have more. Oh yeah, more excitement. Oh yeah, okay. yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. So, um, is one of the audio files somebody doing karaoke of uh, "Do You Think I'm Sexy" by Rod Stewart? Oh my god, that'd be so great. Okay, uh, Richard, uh, I know that uh, earlier today you posted about music videos. Yeah. Um, I can only think of two. Music videos. Uh, Richard posted uh, on our Twitter about um, uh, bands, great bands that make lousy videos. Great bands that make oh. lousy videos. And then I was thinking, just as we were sitting, you know, my mind was wandering too when Jeff was talking. Because because it's, it's just like you know you're in the zone. Well, he's just, soothing. Yeah. So, and um, I can only think of like two uh, great bands v- videos that feature grocery store shopping, and that's uh, "Been Caught Stealing" by Jane's Addiction, right? And then Pulp's "Common People." That's true. Um, Do you have any others? Yes. Um, Radiohead's Fake Plastic Trees mm-hmm. is in a grocery store. Okay. Um, I'll have to think about a fourth one. Okay. By the end of the show, we'll come up with a fourth one. Yep. Or we won't. Or then you guys yeah. let us know. Yeah. Uh, okay. So, uh, listener of the podcast and witty, wise woman, uh, Cecily Gish, has some of her grocery store pet peeves. We're going to listen to a few of them. And some of these were ones that were... Um, also echoed by many of the other commentators on Facebook. So let's listen to some of these from Cecily. Hey, I'm Cecily. And there are some things about the grocery store that are confusing and upsetting. First of all, when I go, I take my own bags because I just don't need that much plastic around my house. So I have these bags that look like fishing nets. You know, your grandma had them or your great-grandmother. They've been around forever. And yet whenever I put them on the conveyor belt, the bagger looks at me like I'm insane and they can't figure out how they work. I mean, it's a bag. You just put stuff in there, right? I feel like it's not totally rocket science. Also, you know, when you're pushing your cart into the store and you have to push it over those annoying raised plastic dots that have been put there, Now, you would think that they would be, you know, to stop wheelchairs from going in the road. But no, they are for blind people. So they know where the road starts. But you know who hates them? Blind people. You know who else hates them? People in wheelchairs, people on crutches, and people with walkers. I mean, 
they're so hard to get over. Another thing that's just totally random is why do we have to refrigerate our eggs? Canada doesn't refrigerate their eggs. Oh yeah, we hate germs so much that we wash the natural coating off the outside that like prevents, it prevents salmonella. And if we didn't wash it off, we could just keep our eggs on the counter. Wouldn't that be more efficient for electronics and things? Um, also, my local grocery store just refurbished and put in these beautiful 10-foot wide aisles. I don't know how they manage it. It's gorgeous. And then the next time I came to the store, I noticed that they had crowded these 10-foot wide aisles with all of these extra displays. So now the aisle is only three feet wide again. What was the freaking point? Cecily Gish, ladies and gentlemen, we appreciate her letting us know some of her pet peeves. Uh, I will say that bags were a point of debate for many people. Cecily, thank you so much for submitting that audio commentary. That was pretty awesome. And there was a firestorm when Cecily did post about her bags. There was a reply from my buddy Brian Bradley who talked about those reusable bags being nets for fecal matter <laughs> and dirt. And what is he doing with those bags? What is well, going on? Yeah. You know, just you've seen that they gather dust and debris and human all well, so kind of everything. everything. So, so, does, uh, so does your mouth. Yeah. Okay. Well, you know what I'm saying that that was what a... What are you doing? That was a very <laughs> deliberate. And then Cecily's response was, hey, I clean mine regularly. I don't know what you're talking about. So, all right, Richard, what's next? All right. The clearance section. Oh. Love me the clearance section. <laughs> That's a darkly, dimly lit corner of the store. It's, <laughs> it's usually over there, like back by like where the loading docks yeah, kind of yeah, start. Yeah. And it's, there's like a rickety kind of uh, yeah. shelving system in not, place. Not it's far a bedraggled shelving <laughs> unit that leads to yeah. where you can go to maybe the employee bathrooms <laughs> yeah. if your place doesn't yes. have like their own bathrooms. There's wood paneling that I think mm-hmm. Jeffrey Dahmer had in his basement <laughs> right. right in that corner. Yeah. So uh, I think this is the one, the one exception to Anderson's rule about digging through the... Uh, Wow, Snoopy's flying over, chasing the Red Baron. <laughs> Royal Guardsmen will yeah. be starting up their song anytime now. Um, I think this is the one exception to Anderson's rule about not digging through things. Yeah, because ninety percent, you know, when you get to the clearance section, it's fifty things of the same thing, but forty-eight of them are like beat up beyond all repair. So, yeah. So your your goal is to try and find the two that have just not been beat up as yeah. much. The two bimbo uh, bakery bimbo, bread. Bimbo bakery breads that have not been <laughs> wadded into yeah. a ball of bread at this point. Yeah. Okay, the clearance section. Is there? Can, tell me something you've bought and uh, purchased from the clearance section other than vegan chili. Oh, other than vegan yeah. chili. Um, you, can get, you can get a good deal on uh, kids' medicine. <laughs> I'm not kidding. <laughs> like, like the kids' ibuprofen. Some oh reason it seems like they're always like running out of. That's that. the discontinued "please uh, incinerate for risk of killing the children" cart. Yeah, I'll but it's fifty percent <laughs> off. Um, yeah, it's not like it. It's not like when it expires, it just becomes weaker. That's all. <laughs> I love seeing twice as much. It's it's, it's, it's like May, mid-May, and you see like a little Easter basket or <laughs> Easter bunny with one eye on that. You just say, "Sorry, buddy, you're not going to go in anybody's home." And you always have to make the. Uh, I guess the educated guess about whether or not something was put in the clearance section because they just had too much stock. 
Yeah. Or if they're discontinuing it. Yeah. Or yeah. if it's not selling. Yeah. Or if it's somehow a return, it, a product has, return. it has gone bad. Yeah. <laughs> and you kind of have to make the judge of this is the type of thing that will go bad. Yeah. And has it gone bad? I think rejected Pixar topics is something that we should save the clearance section <laughs> for. <laughs> you think anybody? No, I don't think anybody will ever take us home. All right, Michael. Now, this is something, Richard, I'm not sure if you can relate to because I know that you and Sarah often do like late night grocery shopping. Yes. You guys are like, Ooh. yeah, they are like, kids are, kids are asleep. Kids are asleep. Yeah. Grandpa's right. watching them. Grandpa's watching them. We're heading out for an hour. That's our big night out. It's going to the grocery store on a Sunday night. Oh, yeah. Um, but I don't know how many times that we have gone to the grocery store, spent 125 bucks, 150 bucks for the week, just loaded up the cart, just unpacked, mm-hmm. you know, just packed up everything. Bada, 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 bada. Yeah. You get home, and then you order out. Yeah. You're exhausted. And you're just so done with shopping. You're, you, the, the furthest thing from your mind is cooking some of the food that you just spent an hour yeah. shopping for. Yeah. And I think that the grocery store, if you, if you don't have, like, a set, it does two things. If you don't have, like, a set list, yeah. you're done for. Yeah. You are... Just you're trapped. You're going to come home with stuff that you didn't think that you knew. Mm-hmm. And then if that happens, combine that with like shopping at the wrong time and yeah. not eating. That was just what I was going to say. In your scenario, not having eaten your yeah. dinner yet has ah. now made things yeah. infinite, in, infinitely worse. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. now everything, everything of wheat thins you look at. Oh, reduced sodium. That's pretty good for you, right? I think the best times to shop are morning, because mm-hmm. most people are at work. If you can, if you can, if you can get it in morning, late at night, the the Manfredi Reeve combo. Um, after lunch, like if you go get lunch and then go shopping, yeah, you're set. Oh, okay, because you're satiated, and then the worst time is like four o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah, and by that time you come home and you're just like. Uh, I don't want to deal with it. I, I got to put this away. Uh, we're, we're ordering a pizza. Mm-hmm. We're stopping for Subway on the way home. We're, d- we're, we're done. Any, anything but cooking the food that we just bought. If, you know, I, I, one of the worst things is in that same scenario, when you've forgotten that there's some sort of big public event happening, especially something that people will be watching a lot on TV. Hmm. Like, for example, here in L.A., the Oscars. I've done this before. Oh, I forgot the Oscars a lot because I don't watch it, yeah. the ceremonies anymore. And so I go grocery shopping, and it's Sunday at, like, 4 p.m., and I can't find a parking space. And it, it isn't until I go inside and I see, like, all the tra- the traditional Oscar weekend, uh, I don't know, whatever. But then I kind of realize, oh, wait. It's Oscar Sunday. Yeah. Of course everyone's buying their chips and dips and appetizers. You never lose track of like sports things, though. You would know it's Super Bowl Sunday or it's something like that, you know. But it's a bad feeling whenever you have to go to the store on Super yeah. Bowl Sunday, but you have to go for something that's not Super Bowl related. Yeah. Like you need you need chips, mm-hmm. but not like chips for you to eat. It's like for your kids for their lunch or something. Yeah. Suddenly you're like, why? why? I will say... I was very surprised by some people who included some positive social aspects of grocery store shopping. And, uh, oh my fucking God. Um, Beckett Graham, 
Things like running into a friend you haven't seen while going down the same aisle in opposite directions, and a runner-up is elderly gentlemen yelling questions into their phone, having been dispatched <laughs> on a mission outside of their comfort zone. Like, here's a genuine people watcher person right there. And that ge- happens to me all the time. Does it really? Elderly people. No, this happens because Sarah will write the list, yeah. and she'll say, sugar. Yeah. And I don't look at the list before I, some half time I don't look at it before I leave, which is on me. Because then I get to the store and it's like, do you need granulated sugar, powdered sugar, brown sugar? Yeah. So now I got to call Sarah up or text her and be like, uh, I'm an idiot. I forgot to ask, which one do you need? Yeah, and le- something like uh, um, Jennifer Smith said, I absolutely love the crazy frenetic energy of day before Thanksgiving shopping. Ew. Whether it's the host of 30 diners buying three cars worth or the granddaughter who is carefully escorting her fragile 90-year-old grandma down the aisle so she can pick up something for her special dip or marshmallow jello salad, happy or grumpy, it seems we're all in it together between the aisles. Wow, How that sweet is, is that? freaking... That is not that's not just like glass half full. That is like the the rain barrel is completely empty yeah. and, and seeing <laughs> and seeing the, the the beauty of that. That's crazy. Well, the holiday, around the holidays when no, you I know get it, but well, like, Yeah. I, 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 I was so wow. excited to read that because everything else was venomous anger. Um, speaking of Yeah, there's oh, oh well. Yeah. Speaking of my last choice. Yes, sir. We, when you said venomous anger. Yeah, yeah. I was a wink, wink, wink. Winky, winky. Um, go into this grocery store, and you mentioned that we make the late night runs. Mm-hmm. So we're there. It's 10, 30, 11 o'clock. And invariably, I will see an entire family, including multiple kids, at the grocery store at 11 o'clock at night. Yeah. Ah. And it drives me mad because these poor kids are just tired. Yeah. They should have been in bed two hours ago. Yeah. Now, I, I hesitated to add this one because, look, I get it. There are single parents out there. A lot of people work weird hours. Mm-hmm. And maybe this is the only time you have in your day to go shopping. Is this a summertime thing or is this throughout no, the year? No, throughout the year. Okay. When, and it especially gets to me, and I feel awful about it, whenever I see it like on a Tuesday during a school day. So oh. like, this kid's got to be at school in like eight hours. Yeah. And I didn't want to bring it up because of that whole idea of, well, maybe this is the only time they have to do the shopping with their kids. Yeah. So I'm going to amend it to say specifically families. Mm-hmm. Because when you've got like the mom and the dad and a grandparent there, yeah. and then three kids, one of them could have stayed behind to like watch the kids while they slept. Oh, uh, okay, yeah. We're not waking our kids up to go on the late night yeah. run, you know? Yeah. The welfare uh, challenges that come from <laughs> bringing get those kids, they need sleepy a child kids. Protective services like <laughs> stations set up at the grocery store. That's so funny. Well, at least we're feeding them. That's what you might hear. That's in true. Reply. Okay, Winfield, what do you got? Well, I'm also going to end it on a bit of a high note. Is the magic of being a kid at the grocery store, walking down the aisle of cereal. There is nothing better that I remembered than getting to choose a box of cereal from 20 different brands oh, yeah. as a kid. Yeah. And how that is all completely fucking gone now as <laughs> uh, an adult and as a parent. And when you're just like, the grocery list is just, it is what it is. You go, it's itemized. The grocery list is set up by department. You go in, you get the things that are on the list. You are buying a very specific set of things because yeah, we can't, we can't, it's all we for can't need. Af- we, yes. You're buying for need, not for enjoyment. Yes. 
but just the, that dichotomy of being a kid and just wanting to stare at the cartoon Honey yeah. Smacks Frog, yeah. dig them, mm-hmm. or maybe you're going to choose uh, Frosted Flakes because they're great, or maybe Toucan Sam. Yeah. But most likely it was Lucky Charms or maybe, because of marshmallows. Or maybe Crispix because you're lame. Because <laughs> you're lame. <laughs> but I, That's I the Gattaca like, of cereal. <laughs> <laughs> I do like this choice. I like because of choice. Because when you're a kid, you don't get to choose much. No. So oftentimes that would be, you know, your mom would let, take you to the grocery store. And that would be the one thing you got the to The one choose. position of power yeah. that you have is, all right, you're allowed one sugary cereal, mm-hmm. you know, every few weeks or whatever it is. Yeah. And then that's it. Otherwise you're having Cheerios or whatever, but like, it's a small thing, but I just, it, it's the most colorful aisle in the, you know, fuck fruits, fuck vegetables and all those colors, but it is the most colorful and wonderful aisle as a kid. And that's all you, all I want to do was just go down that aisle and figure out which one I, I got to have. And there you go. Yeah. Well, that's pretty exciting because like a a cereal is, other than cigarettes, the only thing that's marketed towards children at grocery stores. I think mm-hmm. it's cartoon characters, big, bright, colorful. It's not like f- flour is going to be marketed to kids or different types of Even vinegar. Even like soda and like sports drinks and all that yeah. stuff. That's not marketed to kids. It's just like everybody. Here's, here's the Coca-Cola brand that everybody knows. Here's Pepsi. Capri Sun, maybe. But even that is... Yeah. That's pushing it. Let me, that, doesn't, that doesn't hold up a candle to uh, a box of... Uh, Captain Crunch. Yeah. Let me ask you if while you were a young man uh, perusing the cereals, did you hear, uh, was there anybody shouting? Because Patty Cullum said, it's probably already been mentioned, but spatial awareness, nothing makes me want to get in a fight more than people taking up the entire freaking aisle. Ingredient readers and cell phone folk are the biggest culprits, but Cereal, he mentioned. Cereal has sugar, motherfucker. Stop reading the box of oops, all berries, and get out of the damn way. <laughs> God. Uh, so Pat, Patty is a delightful person, but also a very old man for his age. He yeah, really yeah, he sure is. I think he was born 80. Um, Amy Hewell and uh, some other people also mentioned people who let their preteen kids ride around on the electric carts taking them from people who need them, which is half of Ohio, she says, and blocking anyone <laughs> and everyone else. So, uh, so, guys, what do you think of this topic? Fun? Incendiary. I'd buy it. You'd buy it. Even if it <laughs> isn't on clearance. Would you have coupon? I'd, you wouldn't coupon? But I would use a coupon. Okay, okay. You know what I feel about this episode? What's it? I feel like we walked into this episode without a list. Yes. And we have just been wandering around, yeah. and we are at the end, and we're trying to check out now. And yeah. I'd like to find out what the total okay. is All right, let's from ring our it up. host. Let's ring it up. And by the way, we are well above our the maximum the maximum items Express. limit. Yeah. Oh wait a second, I have um, a coin star receipt that I need to cash in. Oh, real we quick. don't. That's machine. But I have it right here. And if you just that's scan a rug it, doctor uh, return. Oh, also, I have a, a lottery ticket. Forty-three lottery helium ticket. balloons. We don't have that much helium. The tank ran out. Uh, so I thought it was interesting, guys. Some great choices, uh, Richard. It seemed like most of your choices, other than the entire family one, were kind of transactional regarding the item maximums, the you know, self checkout, uh, and then the, the kind of the discounts and things on the clearance section. It seems like it was about the purchase, the act of the act of buying, the act of buying. And I think Michael, you went kind of uh, the social dynamics of the human psychology, industrial psychology of the grocery store, the checkout line profiling. The store that's not your store is if you have a store that's your store. 
Um, and then I thought that was kind of interesting, uh, reverting by the end, you, you were in, in such an insecure moment that you reverted to childhood in front of us. And as a kid walking down the cereal aisle, um, that was just beautiful to see. It was like the scene in Big. Jeff, do you have any ch- Count Chocula for this man? I do. Get some, get ah. some <laughs> Blah. Uh, so he's a comedic Dracula. So uh, <laughs> why don't I pick this? Uh, entire family up late. That had this Edward Hopper kind of like weird vision <laughs> that came with that. So I love that. Jeff, get, uh, Richard gets four points for that one. Richard gets four points. Okay, all right. Uh, and then um, the eating out after shopping. That's like some good 90s comedy boom kind of observational stuff there. That's a three for me. That's a three. Okay. I like being a kid walking down the cereal aisle because I also reverted. And um, I, because I think it resonated with so many other people, self, 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 self-checkout. Yeah. So, uh, guys... We're closing. Please take your purchases and it's bring them to the front hour of the store. store. This podcast is no, going to go for 24 uh, hours. There, we are closing. I need 15 minutes. Yes, I need 15 <laughs> minutes. I'm the day manager and the night manager. I just need a 15-minute nap. Got I a, think I can turn it around. got a code, mar- code chartreuse. Code chartreuse. I don't even know what code that is. Let me look at the rainbow chart. Okay, this has been the Mount Rushmore of grocery store shopping. I uh, want to thank our guests who contributed their wonderful suggestions, including Anderson and Cecily, and all the other people who uh, expressed their opinions online. And I, as always, am Jeff. I'm Richard. I'm Michael. 